Did Israel get a fair shake from the media during its recent conflict with Hamas in Gaza? Well, our next guest says not only did many members of the media show bias against the Jewish state and their reporting, but some actually aided the Hamas terrorist organization. Here to set us straight is Adam Gillette, president of Accuracy in Media. Adam, it's good to have you with us. So who acted like a PR firm for Hamas during the Gaza conflict and what did they do? Well, perhaps the most notable thing was the Associated Press literally sharing an office building with Hamas and then clutching their pearls afterwards when Israel decided to strike that building, of course, after they notified the media and all other occupants that they would be doing so. And then the Associated Press had the gall to pretend, we can't believe this happened. Why would they do that? Well, they knew they were there. They shot off rockets from that building years ago. These guys would never share a building with the Republican National Committee, but they're probably at the water cooler with Hamas, and they still have the gall to be morally outraged over it. What did other members of the media, how did they report this incident? You know, they reported it the same way one would expect. The left and uh, their allies in the media have been doing the same thing since Vietnam. They allow our opponents to use the media as a public relations tool. When they know they can't defeat our side on the battlefield, they always can count on being able to defeat our side at the New York Times and now on CNN and MSNBC. You see Hamas, once again, as always, using human shields to try to make the Israelis look bad, Israel bending over backwards to avoid killing civilians, even when it means they have more military casualties. But nevertheless, CNN, MSNBC, their allies always love making the Israelis look like the bad guys. It's, it's disgusting. Well, do they ever mention that Hamas and other Palestinian militants fired rockets into Israel from schoolyards, civilian areas, as you mentioned, used women and children as human shields? Uh, I've heard stories about journalists actually being kicked out of Gaza for reporting the truth about that. Of course, and in fact, Hamas supposedly stormed into the AP offices in that building years ago and threatened them that they had to report, should not report about Hamas operating in that area. Can you imagine if a Republican National Committee staffer, if an evangelical Christian activist, if somebody on our side went and stormed in an AP office and told them they better not report a certain way? These same people got so mad when Donald Trump said mean things about them, but Hamas literally stormed in and threatened them, not a peep from the Associated Press, except one former employee who leaked it and talked about it publicly, brave guy for doing so. It's disgusting. And this is an area where the media coverage is important. When they talk about Trump, most people have their mind made up. But when they talk about Israel, we're not on the ground, we're on the other side of the world. We don't know exactly what's going on over there. Americans don't necessarily have their minds made up. And when the media lies to people, it's dangerous. As a journalist, you're taught in Journalism 101 to remain as objective as possible. We're all subjective beings, but be fair and treat Israel as fair as you would Hamas. So where does this come from? Well, even then, it's hard for me to say be fair to Israel as much as you would Hamas, because one of them is a terrorist who wants the destruction of Israel and America, and the other one, as you said, is our closest ally. But you're right, they should cover things objectively. Instead, that's not what they do. Objective coverage of the story would talk about how it's merely a proxy war for Iran versus Israel, Iran versus the United States. Remember, Hamas is funded and supplied by Iran. So that's the narrative I think an objective journalist would lead with. Iran sees Biden potentially as weak, wants to test how he'll handle a situation like this, and decides to push Hamas to go and attack Israel. I think that's an objective narrative of it. 
Well, instead, they just put it as, well, the Israelis and the Palestinians are at it again. Israel's just too gosh darn mean for them because Israel's on our ally. This is the Blame America First Brigade. Regardless of how evil our enemy is, regardless of how a despicable we have as a foe, they always want to side against America. And that's the truth about it with Iran and that connection there. So how do you expect most members of the media may respond in the weeks ahead as they report about President Biden and Secretary of State Blinken's push for a two-state solution? Yeah, it's amazing. You know, we talk we talk about this at Accuracy in Media. The, the coverage of this two-state solution is another thing that's a bit laughable because the only people left pushing a two-state solution are the Americans and the Israelis. The Palestinians and their, their backers in Iran, they don't want a two-state solution. They want a one-state solution. They're openly clear about it every time. The, the, you know, um, the Ayatollah in Iran tweets about the destruction of Israel and how we need to have that happen. And again, it's amazing the hypocrisy in social media, just as it is in the mainstream media. Now, Donald Trump gets kicked off Twitter for far lighter things, but the Ayatollah tweets about his desire for the, the destruction of a nation. Jack Dorsey doesn't have any problem with it at all. It's amazing the hypocrisy. Well, and quickly, you mentioned social media. Is there a difference between the bias you're seeing in the comments from media figures on social media platforms compared to, say, print and on television? What's the difference? Well, yeah, here's the difference. When Donald Trump says the most mild of thing, the left-wing media tell us that he's a Nazi. Meanwhile, CNN hired a Nazi. CNN had a contributor who submitted over 50 stories to them that they published. Somebody went back to look at the, at the guy's Twitter feed. He literally was saying things like, hail Hitler. He was rooting for Germany at a soccer match because they killed so many Jews. The, and it wasn't just the first time this has happened. This was the second CNN writer who had openly, not jokingly, praised support for the Nazis. We're supposed to believe that CNN is so morally outraged and that you know these Republicans really are Nazis when they're employing a guy who tweets, hail Hitler. Sickening. And on and on and on it goes. Adam Gillette, Accuracy and Media President, thank you for being with us. Thank you for having me.